Welcome to a live conversation on Alatra TV Island channel. On these live broadcasts, we have conversations with people all around the world to ask them what type of world they would like to live in. They offer their ideas and suggestions for living in a creative society. Now, these live conversations are being conducted within the framework of the Creative Society Project, which was created by Alatra IPM, International Public Movement. The goal of the Creative Society Project is to build and sustain a creative society by peaceful means. A creative society is one where each person in the world will live happy, feel safe, have enough resources for living an abundant life. This is also a society that is secure, stable, and where a person is confident in their future and the future of next generations. There is also unity across all nations, races, and religion. So by conducting interviews with people from all over the world, we are implementing the first stage of building such a society. This is called an informational stage. For the viewers, you can find more information on this of the project as well on alatraunites.com. So my name is Bhavin and my co-host today is Dr. Nelson Bulmash. Um, Dr. Bulmash? Yes, Bhavin, how are you? I'm really good. It's great to be with you today to share amazing thoughts of another incredible guest. Likewise. So would you like to introduce our guest today? I would love to introduce our guest. It is my pleasure, as a matter of fact, to introduce our lovely guest for today's program. She is Linda Duong, and she is a speaker, artist, life coach, parenting coach, self-leadership coach, founder of Three Hearts Connections. She also is an author of the best-selling book entitled Connections, The Currency to Happiness. Welcome to Alatra TV, Ireland. Thank you for accepting our invitation, Linda. It is such a pleasure to have you here today. Thank you, you so much for having me on. You're so welcome. Now, you and I have a wonderful history together. We were just talking a moment ago about how many interviews we've done. You're one of my favorite people to interview, Linda. So it's a joy to, to get, be with <laughs> you and Bob and again for another wonderful interview. So thank you. Thank you. Could you please tell us a little bit about yourself, including your career? Well, uh, <laughs> so I've, as you have just introduced me, thank you for the beautiful introduction. I'm a life coach, a parenting coach, and a self-leadership coach. And I'm an author of the book, Connection, The Currency to Happiness. Access your happiness right here, right now is the tagline. <laughs> uh, whether you have a million dollars or not, you can really access your happiness right here, right now. And mm -hmm. I also am the founder of Three Hearts. And uh, yes, yeah, so it's wonderful to be here. And by the way, as you can see from my background, I'm checking in all the way from Sydney, Australia, the place where the koalas are always eating and sleeping. Oh, <laughs> it's the happiest wonderful. place to be. <laughs> and it suits my quote. My quote is, happiness is another form of wealth, the most treasured form of wealth. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you, Linda. Bobin, would you like to share a surprise with Linda? Yeah, let's. Um, oh, it's a kind of a little, yeah, it's a small thing. So now we would like to ask our technical support to show the short video about the history of the Creative Society project. So there'll be a video on the screen now. for everybody to care about other people and not about themselves only. Uh, people should respect each other 
not dependent with the color, the gender. We must avoid all this uh, uh, confrontation, you know. The fact that we're all humans is what unites us, so. But I think you start to think of yourself more as a person from the planet. The task of the media is to help society find a common language and communicate. I think friendship and being nice to each other can unite everyone. Once we live in a society that where the people are very conscious, so they make Just conscious decisions. Work for the sake of uh, society, for the sake of love, for the sake of connection. I see that all people want two things: love and it respect. A compassionate society, a society that understands that your needs are validate. What unites us is being in relationship with each other. It's about humanizing the human society. Everybody has to be informed in a, in a proper way. Let's support each other. Let's help each other, no matter what another person may have. In the creative society, human life will be of highest value, and the best human qualities will prevail. Beautiful, I love that. That's incredible. Yeah, I mean, it's so great just to see people from all around the world, different races, and um, just sharing their insights. So we've got the privilege of now asking you uh, one of my favourite questions as well, this is. I never get bored of this one. So when it comes to, in, yeah, uh, Linda, so when it comes to envisioning the type of world you would like to live in, can you describe one and just in brackets, so to clarify, what type of world would you like to live in? How do you see it? I grew up from Vietnam. At the, I was born at the end of the Vietnam War. We didn't have much. We didn't have technology. We didn't have, I didn't have plastic toys when I grew up. But there's one thing. There's one thing that we have and there's one thing that carries us through the tough times is connection, is the mm. human connection. So my Envision world is a world where we are all connected. A connected society is what I am trying hard to share with everybody. And that's why I started the Three Hearts Connections for the um, organization, my nonprofit. A, 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 a society where there's no judgments, there's no racism, Simply just connect as who we are. Mm. Simple. Just being us. On the interview, everyone talked about human, humanizing connection, you know, being with each other. Basically, that's all we want, love and connection. So the world that I'm trying to create is to share each one of us, share love and connection, joy, positivity, and ultimately happiness. Because, you know, we all get challenges every day. It doesn't matter what level you are, where you are, what you do, what country, what ethnicity. We all get the same thing. We all get challenges every day. So if we could all just connect, share the connection, share the love, the joy, the positivity, that's what will carry us through every single day. So my world is quite simple. <laughs> it's for us to be able to be who we are without fears and worry and concerns of judgment and just carry on with life. We're doing what we need to do and just share the love with each other. Simple yet lovingly and connectively, um, you know, firm that those are the two strong foundations. And you know, what's amazing, um, Linda is see, I don't know if many, a lot of the viewers won't know this, but the, the, the guests on our shows don't know the questions and we don't know obviously the responses. So what's amazing is love has come up four times in a row in all the interviews that I've just had in the last couple of weeks for me. It, it's come up in this question and con you know having a connection and like connecting with people has come up regularly as well. So it's like the law of oneness, we're all connected. Absolutely, so absolutely. It's the foundation of human needs. That's what, that's what all animal and human needs is love and connection. It's the basis of us. It's the foundation of who we are. Mm. Absolutely. Beautiful. Beautiful. Mm. Okay. So um, oh, this is another great favorite topic of mine. So emotional intelligence, uh, which as you know, Linda, you know, managing your EQ, your emotions. 
So we know that it's crucial to helping someone to understand themselves because through emotional intelligence, people become more aware of their emotions. So they become aware of their thoughts um, because thoughts create emotions. So now in the context of a creative society, so one where people are more happy, they feel safe, etc. The question is, um, how can people develop this to much higher levels or good levels, um, either in the workplace, at home, or anywhere else which you would like to discuss? The first place to begin with is always ourselves. When we can begin with ourselves, then we can work towards onto with other people. And the simplest way, you know, when we, when we talk about all these, you know, big terms, technical terms, big theories, emotional intelligence, what is it? And you go about defining it. I will, I will share with you the simplest way. Go out to nature. Just mm -hmm. go out to nature. Whether you like to just go for a walk around the apartment blocks, whether you like to uh, go to the beach, to the mountains, to the park, wherever it is that you can go to, just go out to nature. And if you are someone who is in a big city and telling me that I can't get out to nature, put on the YouTube with nature scenes. There's many amazing meditation scenes with nature. You can see snow, you can see whatever scene you like. By getting into nature, it settles us into a, a, a place and a space where we can, we can appreciate how we feel. We can appreciate life. Nature breeds life. And only when you can appreciate life and appreciate yourself, your aliveness, your presentness, that's when you can begin to connect. And that's where everything begins. That's the foundation to set us all to the, the emotional um, intelligence. Because if we're not able to connect to who we are, it's pretty difficult to begin you can read all the theories. You can be very intelligent. I meet so many intelligent people, but at the end of it, at the end of the day, they still are not able to truly appreciate what it really is. What is mm -hmm. the human connection until you truly connect with yourself. However, having said that, not many people are able to do that. Many people need somebody else. You know, it's not very easy for one to be alone these days because we get so used to networking, socializing with people. If you're not able to do it with yourself, find a group of friends, do hiking together, do walk together. If you're not able to do that, any social setting would help. By start connecting with other people to slowly lead you back to connect with yourself. We cannot talk about emotional intelligence until someone can appreciate connecting with other people. That's my experience anyway. I have tried to share a lot, uh, books, theories, talks. At the end of the day, I find it is most practical and most immediate, most impactful when someone is truly put into action. Nothing hmm. equates action. We always need to remember action equates results. If you want to have results, just take action. And the quickest action to this question, just get out, connect with nature, connect with people, and then connect with yourself. And from mm. there, you can build. From there, you're able to, to learn, how am I feeling? You know, when I'm connecting with nature, do I feel awkward? Do I feel lonely? Do I feel what, awe and wonderment? It can go from one extreme to another. You could feel so lonely at first, so alone, right? And then you will travel through this emotion of wonderment and awe, and it's just beautiful. And then you reach a, a, a place of joy, inner joy that nothing, nothing can, can provide, nothing can give you that kind of joy when you can truly, truly connect with nature. And that's where the ultimate happiness is. And mm. that's where you access your happiness with or without a million dollars. I hope that answers your question. That's such <laughs> that a great answer. Putting a good in question the into one. <laughs> we enjoyed that hundred percent. Yeah, that was a beautiful answer. Beautiful. Mm. All right, Linda. Mm. So you, Linda, you talk a lot about the importance of love and connection. 
And my, my belief is that the presence of love and connection helps, excuse me, helps foster the idea of unity. Talk to us about the importance of unity in a creative society. Well, within the Create Society, the video had shown many hundreds, thousands, millions of people has been interviewed and everyone wants the same thing, is love and connection. So it's very easy to begin from that place to create unity, isn't it? Because that is the foundation of all human needs. That's the, the basis of all of us, whether you live in Europe, in Australia, in America, in South Africa, Asia, it doesn't matter where, we're all human. And so then therefore we all share that basis of need, it's love and connection. And so say for example, if you start talking about politics, everybody will be divided very quickly within inside the room. <laughs> if you right. start to talk about anything um, that is, um, you know, racism, even if you try to talk about multiculturalism, which is opposite of racism, it would still be very quickly to be all divided. But the minute you talk about love and connection, we all forget what country, which side of politics we're on, you know, which country would, you know, the minute you talk about humanly love and connection, it just brings us all back to a central spot of who we are. Mm. And immediately we are united. Immediately we are connected. So during Three Hearts meeting, we have people from all continents. We joke that the only place we, we, we don't have, the, we joke that we just need to bring a penguin because the only place we have nobody is from Antarctica. People from all walks of life, from all kinds of um, careers, uh, some amazing, amazing personnel. We come together Nobody ever once asks which country you're from. We all just share the love, the joy, the connection. And then at the end of the meeting, then we realize that, oh my goodness, we really have everybody from around the globe. Because when you focus on the humanly need, which is love and connection and the humanly, the, the basis of the human being, nothing else can divide us. It immediately draws us all back together. For example, the question you asked earlier, I'm fearful. How do I raise my son not in a fear state? And the minute I bring you back to the focus on connection, you fear only because we're being sensible. We don't want to pass the germ to each other. Immediately, it brings your thought back together, didn't it? It did. It sure exactly. did, Linda. So if, you, if we all just focus on the basis of love and connection and how we are caring for each other, it will unite anybody immediately, almost if it takes a few minutes. <laughs> but in my experience, it has been immediate. When we focus on it so sincerely, though, not just talk for the sake of talking, yeah? When we're sincerely being present to truly share that kindness, that love and connection, I truly believe that it unites us all immediately. It takes no time because we share that energy, that vibration of love, which is one of the highest vibration. And the minute we share that, we draw everyone back together immediately, don't we? Beautiful. That's so beautiful. You know, it's funny, Linda. I, I always enjoy my time with you. I always feel like, you know, you and I will touch base. We'll text back and forth for 15, 20, 30 minutes. And you have such a beautiful message. It doesn't matter when I talk to you, whether you're tired late at night, whether it's early in the morning, you're always so focused on sharing the purity of yourself and your, uh, your ideologies in a way that brings us together and helps us go into the world and foster what? More love, more, more connection, and more unity. And it's very interesting because I think in hearing you speak, one of the things that I get is, and, I, and some people are going to laugh at me when I say this, but Perhaps ultimately what we need is more love and connection in the realm of politics. Because if we really, if we really connect from our spirits, our hearts, and our minds, but not just our minds, what we're left with is that there aren't perhaps as many differences as there are points of familiarity, shared experiences, shared dreams, the, the notion of goals uh, that get to be fulfilled, 
right? We, we all want to be happy. We all want to lead a safe life. We all want to be protected and to live in a place of safety with good food. We want to be able to love and connect. And I always, you always bring me back to that. So I think that, uh, Bobin, as we really want to focus on making changes in the world, I think Linda nailed it. I think she hit the dartboard and split the, the central dart at the bullseye. Because yes. if we always, if we train ourselves to always go back to coming from a spirit of love and, and focusing on really, you know, improving that connection. Like in the beginning, when we were getting ready to do our talk, I couldn't get a good signal. So I didn't feel very connected. But once I got on a new computer and my signal was, was strengthened, suddenly we were really connected. And mm. as such, we could share our experiences we are right now. Linda, thank you for that, that profound answer. I, I just really love and appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. And you just yeah, proved you. it. You just proved it, Nelson, is that we can truly connect through space and time when yes. we focus. Yes. When we focus on the connection, being with each other and sharing kindness with each other, that's what brings us together, why right? we want to make changes. We want to share the love and connection with the whole world. And when we focus on that, we can really share it through space and time. Mm. And so with, with um, what you said earlier, although this is not about a politic, political talks, you, your wish, I hear your wish, is that you wish the politician are able to practice love and con connection and compassion that's what Three Hearts is all about. Right. So I share with my Three Hearts ambassadors. We have ambassadors around the world. In fact, you're one of our I am one of them. Yes, I am. <laughs> so um, I know you've been a bit busy to be actively involved, but you are one of our supportive yes. ambassadors. Yes. I share with all my ambassadors what we are practicing in Three Hearts is self-leadership. So I'm essentially a self-leadership coach. When we can lead ourselves well, we can lead our family well. When we can lead ourselves well, we can lead our business well, our community, our courses, right? So if all the leaders would realize that we just need to lead from inside out, lead with love and compassion. Lead with love and compassion is how we can lead the whole society to a much better place that's when we're able to share love and connection with each other, even within politics. And Beautiful. I think that's what you were hoping for. You're yeah, hoping that older yes. leaders could practice that. So if older leaders could lead with the compassion, and most importantly, if they practice self-connection, if they can practice being here and now in the present, understanding their courses, why they do what they do, how they can do it better. So three questions, yeah? Three questions to be a, 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 a much more impactful leader. Question number one, what am I doing? It brings you back in the present moment straight away. Second question, why am I doing it? Third question, how can I do it better? Mm. When we ask ourselves these three questions constantly, I share that in the book as well, you become a much more effective leader, a much more impactful and powerful leader. And that's when you connect with yourself. And once you connect with yourself, you can connect with your courses more powerfully. You can connect with your community members. You can connect with your whoever that you need to serve. A lot more present, impactful, and powerful. And it all comes from the place from within, all love and compassion, understanding what you do, understanding what they need, how you can serve them better. Would, would that help that, the older politicians, <laughs> Nelson, do you think? You know, Linda, I, I, I think that what, what we need to do is we need to start fostering, picking people who are more conscious about how they want to lead us politically in the world. And I'm starting to get a sense that there's a little bit here in the United States. But I, I love what you said, because ultimately, if you're living a, a more conscious life and you're leading through self-compassion, you're leading through self-love, self-connection, it's hard to be cruel 
and to be crippling to a body of people, for example, who don't support your political, your ideological beliefs. You start to have a lot more compassion. And Mm. so therefore my message to all the world leaders is that if we, or anybody, everybody, anybody who's, who's watching and listening, if we want world peace, we all need to access our own inner peace. That's mm. how we access world peace. World peace doesn't come from anybody stopping the war. You can stop all the wars outside, but there's a war here and there's a war here. There's a yeah. war in your head and there's a war in your heart. You know, I don't like this person. I, I, you know, I don't like my neighbor. I, like there's all sorts of wars going on. If we all can find our own inner peace, each and every single one of us, more so for the leaders, right? Because when they find out, when they find their own inner peace, they will lead very differently. Yeah. When you are a leader and you, you, you lead from the place of love, connection, compassion, and with your own inner peace, your actions are completely different. Mm. You'll be a lot more at peace. You, you will resolve conflicts differently. You would Linda, we used issues to, with love. We used to have a saying when I was growing up, one of my uh, colleagues and I were talking and we were talking about how beautiful meditation is. And he, he, you know, he said to me, you know, Nelson, when you get done really appreciating how much you love yourself and, and handling some of those inner demons so you become calm and you're spiritually centered, you're, you're centered and you're generating your life experience through the filter of love, it's very difficult, for example, to meditate and say, hey, Linda, I feel pretty good. You want to go out and get in a bar fight now? <laughs> you know, it's just, not, it's just not part of the wiring. So uh, I, I like what you said. It's very, very important because when you're at a place of peace, you don't want to promote violence. You don't want to promote divisiveness. You want to promote cohesiveness. You want to promote us coming from the same unification of mind, body, and spirit even though we can have different religious or ideological uh, orientations, if the focus is still on love, on connection, and on unity, you find yourself to a central point where we can all meet and create in a place of love and connection in the spirit of unity that doesn't lead to the distress of war, of poverty, of people not having. Hmm. And on that note, I'd like to share with you a quote from my book. I'm holding my book. (laughs) (laughs) This is on page 356 on on the locally printed. So on the e-book, it might be a uh, slightly different page number. Shall I read this for you guys? Yeah, go for it. Everything starts from us. One individual, one mind, world peace or terrorism. Of course, they are very different acts. But both start from the mind, from inner self, just as this quote illustrates. If there is to be peace in the world, there must be peace in the nations. If there is to be peace in the nations, there must be peace in the cities. If there is to be peace in the cities, there must be peace between neighbors. If there is to be peace between neighbors, there must be peace in the home. If there is to be peace in the home, there must be peace in the heart. So as you can see, everything starts from us, from every single one of us. So if we all want world peace, we all need to practice to attain our inner peace here and now immediately. Because when we're at peace with ourselves, we are less judgmental. We are less in conflict with other people. And ultimately, if you could practice all the time, (laughs) there will be no racism. That would be the goal. And then unity. And can you see how we can access world peace that way? It doesn't take every uh, the big guys to stop their war. And in fact, if they are the big guy who practiced that, then there will be no war. Right? Mm. So that's my message for the for the political leaders is please lead from love and compassion, love and connection, and from the place of inner peace. That's how we have world peace. Beautiful. Linda, I wish Beautiful. I had like a clapping um, sound in the background, but, you know, next time when I hear such an amazing response, then I'll have it ready because that was amazing. Yeah. Um, we can so, do a clap now <laughs> to satisfy Yeah, you. we can do it right now. 
<laughs> there you go. Your wish come true. I like to grant people's wishes. <laughs> it's, it's because I have managed to be able to live all of my dreams. So anybody have a wish, I like to grant that if I can. <laughs> we, see, deep down, we all want peace. It's who our true self is. Um, you, we already mentioned earlier, love is the highest vibration. It's all about connect. You know, we're all connected. You can feel it on a vibrational and emotional level. But then synergistically and spiritually, you can actually feel uh, yourself becoming brighter over time. And that's all three of us. We know it from experience. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. it's not us like advocating that this is the only way. Um, you know, for viewers and anyone else watching, one of the one of that amazing exercise that Linda shared with those three questions, that's the first time I've heard it in that way. I I heard someone teach it to me in just one way, which is one question, but the way you delivered it was amazing. Um and it's you know, it's a great reminder that as we become more peaceful inside, it can have a ripple effect amongst other people, because obviously you're saying we're leading through a place of love and connectivity, and then it spreads through other people. But, and when it does reach more of the political leaders per se, and you know, others, um, then it can spread even more. And so, yeah, it really can happen. Then we can start to see more love and peace in the world. And as you said, there won't be any need for any wars. It, it's even more impactful if you're in any leadership position. When I say leadership, leadership position, it doesn't mean you have to be the prime minister, you have to be the president. It could simply be you're the mom, you're the dad, right? If you could lead with calmness in the family, the kids will grow up that way. It's a ripple effect for the next generation. Mm -hmm. If you're more calm and the kids come to you, mom, 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 can I have pizza? Can I have uh, iPad, whatever? If you're more calm, you would more inclined to say, smile and say, honey, I don't think so. You know, you had a bit too much of that. Or when you're all flustered and angry and, 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 and you know, in, in a not a calm state, it will most likely be no, <laughs> right? <laughs> it will be just a simple blunt no. And it's not so good for kids to keep getting no because then they're not growing up to be very encouraged. So when I say leader, it doesn't, it, it could be anybody and don't ever underestimate the power in you, the power mm -hmm. of you. You could lead anybody, anytime, any space. You are the one who carry on the ripple effects. You could be the child. You could be the little child and still be leading. Everywhere I go, I share self-leadership skills. Even the child, if you're the child and you're watching and listening, you can lead the parents as well. When mom gets grumpy, you can say, take a breath, mom, it's okay. I'll do better next time. Everybody has the power to lead at any given moment. We all have the power to. Mm. We all have the power to lead. Just be mm. who we are and tap into our inner self and be at peace. You can lead wherever you go, wherever Absolutely. you are. Thank you. Um, thank you for sharing. So in, uh, to the viewers, in order to build the creative society worldwide by peaceful means, we all have to be united. So the Creative Society Project was formed as a result of numerous interviews and social surveys conducted in more than 180 countries during the years of social research implemented by Alatra participants. These foundations and stages of building the creative society were described in the article on the alatraunites.com website. So it will come up on the screen now. Yeah, so just describe about the goal, the meaning, and the eight foundations. So, uh, so Linda, we know that you read up on the eight foundations. Um, just a couple of things then. Can you share 
um, your opinions on them, um, you know, if there's a particular one that you'd like to discuss, um, and even, you know, how, what, what, what do you think we can do to implement them? I think we share a lot in, in this interview, and my main focus is always love and connection. And that's the, uh, as we discussed earlier, that's the place where we unite everybody. So I like things to be very simple because simplicity allows people to take action and implement. So if we just focus on that, if we just simply focus the message of sharing love and connection, it's a lot easier for people to do. So even if you're facing fear, like the example that we shared earlier with the lady and the son who is fearful going outside, getting the you know, fear of getting the germs, if you just remind everybody of what that fear mm -hmm. comes from, it still is from love and connection. It's still fear for others and ourselves. It's still from a place of love. So mm -hmm. if, for me, I would just keep focusing on love and connection. And that's, that's essentially, that's exactly why I started Three Hearts, my nonprofit, is to share the love, connection, the joy and positivity. That is the simplest, simplest way to begin. It's just reminding everybody, we're all human. We all need love and connection. We all share the same thoughts and feelings. And that's exactly what we're here to do. We, we're here to share kindness. Okay, thank you. Um, and just, what was your opinion on the A foundations? I think it's very cleverly defined into different um, groups. And that allows people to be able to draw their um, relation to any particular area. So that's wonderful. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Um, Dr. Bulmash. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. Linda, we've already mentioned that the informational stage is the first stage of building the creative society. Uh, and we've shared some information on this project. What are the best ways to inform people about the Creative Society project? I think what we're doing now is wonderful because not only we're sharing the information, we actually share tips and strategies for people to implement it. And because it's a worldwide broadcast video, it, it allows interaction. People can see us, can hear us. And then you've got the video showing it's perfect. It's a perfect way of sharing. It's wonderful. Great. Okay, yeah. Um, so now more and more people understand that living in a creative society depends on, you know, everyone's input. And Linda, so what kind of things can people do daily to make the creative society a reality for everyone? What can we do daily to make it to make the creative society a consistent reality? Um, uh, again, I, I'm just going to keep focusing on love and connection because yeah. when we give because people are too busy these days, right? People all have their own agenda. They all have their business, their family, their courses, whatever they need to do. If we were to give people more to do it's almost like overwhelming and too much and they, they can't be bothered, right? We all, we all want the ideal world. We all want the pretty things. We all want things to be better. But reality is everyone's busy. Everyone has their own agenda. And so therefore, any more is just another homework. That's my personal opinion. Mm. And so that's why I just thought the simplest thing is just say, share love and connection, because it's a very easy thing to do. Just simply reminding people, we're here to share kindness. We're here to share what you need, what we all need. And, 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 and yeah, and that's precisely what I do every day. <laughs> so I, I, I just want to give a, a, a quick background. Because I was born at the end of the Vietnam War, we had minimal resources. I don't have things like the kids have these days. They have the iPad. They have the worldly information, Wikipedia, the internet, Google, everything. So therefore, my way of operation is very simple. It's got to be simple. 
if it's not simple, I can't implement it. So therefore, I have been able to find ways to make it simple for myself and for people around me. So I don't go on about big theories and complications and such. I just find something that I need to do and I find the simplest way to do it. So I will come back to the same answer. How do we create a better society, a better world? Share love and connection. Simple. Well, it's interesting because, Linda, you're right. It is the very basis. Without love and connection as the basis to live from, to express from, you can't have the unification required for everyone in a society to thrive. So I get it. And I love that in your world uh, and in mine, and I'm sure probably in Bobbins, that you want to keep it simple. And if you have simple principles that you teach your children, your family members, members of your community, and wherever you stand to make a difference in the world, the notion that, that everything of favorable change must be based in love and connection. Once mm. you have that, you have an ear that is lent to you that people can hear from, that gives mm. you the ability to connect in a way that brings us closer together, not further apart. Mm. Yes, absolutely. I share with the children. I share with them that you are a leader wherever you go. You go to school, you have lunch, you go to a canteen by lunch. The minute you say, oh, I like this, whatever it is, whether it's your food, your pencil, your eraser, whatever, or a friend particularly, I like him, I like her. The minute your friend hears that, it has impact on them, right? But the minute you say, I don't like her, I don't like him, or, you know, I dislike that person. I try not to use the word. H-A-T-E, <laughs> I right. dislike that person, I dislike that person. It has an effect, it has an impact. You are leading every step of the way, right? So very simple, remember to share love and connection everywhere you go. It's my only message with the children. And if I need to explain to them, I remind them all the time, you are a leader in your own right, at your own time, your own space, wherever you go. Everything you say matters. It doesn't need to be on the big stage. You don't need to have the microphone or the microphone. You don't need to yell on top of your lungs to be a leader. Your action, your action is what proves you're a leader or not. Every word, every single thing you say makes you a great leader or a bad leader. You know, so, Linda, excuse me, Linda, continue, that's please. Okay. I, I, yeah. I, we I, have I, cross I, over easily on Zoom. <laughs> right, right. Linda, you're, you, what you said was so true. My father, to me, to this day, was the most influential single person I ever had the privilege of loving and knowing. He was a man that when he looked in your eyes and he knew you were listening to him, he seemed to have this down to an art form where he could look at you and speak to you with no words wasted and everything impacting you to the quick, as the saying goes. So whenever he spoke, I learned to listen to him very intentively because I knew that he didn't waste time, energy, or effort speaking. So whenever he spoke to me, I paid attention. And to this day, he has been gone going on 15 years now, this summer. And he still shares his wisdom with me. His words come back to me continually. And I doubt either one of you ever heard of him. So your point is so well taken that all you have to do is be the distinctions, love and connection, and you'll make a difference wherever you are. And you never know, Linda, you never know who you're going to make a difference for that may make a difference in the lives of one person or mm -hmm. millions of people. So if you're always leading from a perspective of love and connection, you can only make favorable outcomes in the world. And a lot of times, a lot of times my, we might not have the language skills, right? So when I first came to Australia, I couldn't even speak a word of English. And so I, I, I think another reason why we, we are drawn together with similar values, Nelson, is because I also have amazing parents and very similar, except my parents are not so vocal and verbal. They don't speak so much. They don't have the Western ways of articulating so in right. the Western world, it's a lot of just action, action, action. So they show me through the action. 
And so my book is actually inspired by my parents as well. It was, it was largely inspired by my mom to share with the world. But yes, I have a, a pair of parents that exactly like what you say, except they mm-hmm. don't talk as such. Right. No, I get it. They, and, and they, you know lead, what? they lead by their everyday life. And that's how I learned it. Yes. So when I was growing up, I was extremely shy extremely shy and anxious as you could imagine being born at the end of vietnam war you know hearing all the wars and all the anxiety from the adults so i share in the book that i was really really extremely shy and quiet i barely speak i barely barely speak and after i come to australia i still barely talk i growing up i was told you are too sensitive you know (laughs) your english is no good your writing is terrible so but it's remembering that how my parents show me lead with your actions. And so I started to lead myself before we lead anybody. We have to be able to lead ourselves. Right. And so to answer your question, come back to your question, Bhavan, it's very basic. If we all, I invite everybody, if we all can just come back to the basis of love and connection, that's how we rebuild our world to a better, more, more beautiful future. That's how we unite everybody. Hmm. And then that's how we can do it, to, to create a reality for everyone. Exactly. From immediately. We don't have to wait for anything to happen. Immediately to implement that. Just keep rem- remembering yourself, who you are, why you're here. We're all here as human beings to learn the life lessons, to share the love and connection with each other. Because no one, no one can live on their own. No one can function on their own. I share in the book, the farmer grows the vegetable. The truck driver has got to take it to the supermarkets for us to buy it, for the chefs to buy it, to cook it, to make a beautiful um, meals at the restaurants. We all play a part. We all contribute to each other, whether we want to think of it or not, or whether we realize it or not. No one can function entirely on their own. We all need right. each other. We all contribute to each other's life. And so therefore, it only makes sense that we share love and connection with each other. So if we keep coming back to that basis, that's how we create a more united world. I wouldn't say created. That's how we will leave it. The world has already existed. We all have that basis of need. We all are in, in, in capability to show that love and connection. All it needs is for us to be remembered, to be reminded, remember, and take action. Take action now to actually do it now. You know, wherever you go, show more compassion, more empathy, more love and connection. Simple, very, very simple. We don't Excellent. have to Thank go you to so much. theories. Yes. Pleasure. Linda, Pleasure. in order to inform people the possibility of living in a creative society, we use the rule of six handshakes. We invite guests to our live program. They invite their friends and thus others to creative, uh, to help create the creative initiative and have it uh, continue as such. At the end of the live program, we ask our guests to share the name of one person whom they would like to invite to have on a future broadcast. This person will be mutually trusted friend and it can from, be from any background, religion or faith or have any status, we welcome everyone. The question for you is, who would you like to invent for an upcoming live broadcast to ask them how they envision a creative society? Thank you for that question. I have a great person that I would like to invite. First of all, um, I won't mention the name because I want to give everybody a surprise. Secondly, I think I would like to be polite and ask them first uh, before yeah. I announce their name. I think it's a polite thing to do, but he's a, a professor from a university in Sweden. And he's also um, really into creating a happy future. So I would love to, um, to share this, plum, this platform with him and I would love to invite him onto the show for all of you. And you'll sure. love it. Thank so you. So you can just send us the details after and then we can take it from yes. there. So thank sure, you. I will. Thank you so much for having me on. I hope I have answered all your questions. 
Oh, they've been great. Um, uh, yeah, absolutely. It's been thoroughly enjoyable. Um, the reiteration of, of love and connection um, is, is profound and useful as well. Now, just for the viewers, to join creative projects of the Alutra International Public Movement, please visit our website, which is alutraunites.com, where you will see a red button called Join or Join Us. And then when you click on it, you'll get a short form and then a volunteer from Alatra IPM will then contact you. So thank you, Linda, um, for being with us today. It was a great evening. Um, and, you know, we're really grateful that you shared your vision of creative society. So big thanks. I'll just thank hand it over. Thank you so much for having me on. You're welcome. Linda, we're almost done. I have... Just another moment of your time required here. First of all, I want to thank you for joining our program and for today's enriching and inspiring conversation. Can you say some final words to the viewers watching us? Yes. So I just like to remind everybody, it doesn't take a lot to share love and connection. It doesn't take a lot to share compassion. It begins with a simple smile. When you go anywhere, whatever you do, if you could share simply a smile, a nod on the head, sometimes that's all people need. And if you truly, truly passionately want to see world peace, you are the one who can create world peace from your inner peace. Let's wow. do this. Powerful, fantastic. Thank you for your contribution today, Linda. Thank you for your informative and inspiring responses. I will catch up with you again soon. And to our viewers, thank you for watching us. And let's build together the world that humanity deserves and allows us to thrive. Thank you all. Mm -hmm.